Welcome to Kafaru Cast, everyone. Uh, today we've got, uh, I hate to say it, a relatively unknown guy, which is uh, kind of crappy for the accomplishments you've made. Uh, Jake Downs, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, you kind of are um, a bit underrated, I guess you could say. You uh, you're dropping <laughs> animals like crazy, and and not, you're not as insta famous, I guess, as um, what you what you should be. Um, you've had a hell of a few years just since I've been uh, following you. Um, and are you living? Are you out in Nebraska? Yep, yep, Northwest Nebraska. And uh, and you hunt with a, a compound and a trad bow, both. Is that correct? I do, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, um, I mostly hunt with the with the recurve, but uh, it's kind of fun to pick up the compound now and then and and stretch the distance out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. Believe me, I've thought about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What do you do for for work out there? I'm an electrician. So you do commercial and I, residential, or yeah, a lot of small commercial is is what I try to stick with residential just gets everybody wants something i don't know it's residential is the codes and everything have gotten so stringent that i try to stick to commercial work if i can but uh in a small town like i live in you kind of got to be pretty versatile so yeah yeah for for sure well what um what all hunts did you uh do this year it looked like you got a a mountain goat um but tell us a little bit about that one yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, it's kind of crazy the the uh, the amount of actual goat hunting I got to do. <laughs> uh, I got kind of lucky. I uh, well, I went to Alaska and, and hunted. I actually hunted uh, uh, blacktails first on Prince of Wales for about half the trip, and then flew over to Cordova, met my outfitter, and and then uh, we got weathered in town for an extra day and then we got flown in and then we got weathered in another day before we could spike it up to the top so my guides are getting pretty nervous they'd never had a, a stick bow guy before and and uh i don't know i just felt pretty confident because they said there was a lot of goats and i'm not very picky i if they were going to let me shoot it i was going to shoot it so yeah we uh we finally got hiked up and it was still kind of stocked in but we got up to the top and found some goats and uh we're making a play on them and found another goat which my guides were like well i don't think he's as big and i said well man he's he's right here let's go after him and we'll save those for (laughs) when we mess this one up so uh we went down and and got in just late and uh he kind of boogered and and then uh the very next day was the nice day and and got lucky and found a goat midday got snuck in there and just got lucky he laid he laid where he was probably all morning uh while we got to him and and about the time we got in there we couldn't we couldn't look over the ledge because there was another goat up the hill and he just got up and fed out in front of us so i'm not going to say i'm <laughs> anything but lucky on that one and uh, got about a 22 yard shot and and uh, smoked him luckily he didn't fall off a cliff or anything yeah that's and that's a hell of a goat looking at it um that's got to be upwards uh i mean it's high 40 inch goat isn't it he I, I i'm not much for score but i did try to score him and i just used like boone and crockett's website and and punched in the numbers 
and uh, he was he was forty three and a half, I think, with a one inch deduction. So he was, you know, what I don't know. So he taped out at forty four and a half or whatever, and he, he lost an inch. Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha. Yeah, looking at it, I was I was telling my buddy, I said that looked forty six, forty seven inches. So that uh, hell of a go, especially with a with a recurve. And what um what are you shooting for a a re? I mean, I already know, but just so everybody knows, what are you shooting for a recurve? Uh, I shoot a Palmer, um, traditional slam, fifty four pounds at my draw. Um, I shoot a Winger too, but uh, mostly I I don't know. I just that like you say, it's kind of the Palmer is always just, I guess I got used to it, I think. And it just feels right in my hands. I shoot it the best. It tunes the best. Yeah. Believe me, I've, I've irritated a lot of, not irritated, but I've had companies send me a lot of bows and I, I'm shooting that widow and I, I can shoot the Palmer kind of same thing as the widow. You know what I mean? Like just grab it and it hits. It's just Mike Palmer is not the easiest guy in the world to deal with. <laughs> um, and and yeah. the, the guys at widow are, and now I get to where I'm afraid to switch. Like I've had such right. good. I mean, even if I, sh- I hate to say it, even if I shot a different bow better in the shop, I'd be afraid to go shoot something with it. Cause I've had such good luck with the widow, but I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Trent, Trent Winger, just kind of, a, we kind of became buddies at a, at a shoot and I wanted a bow and he sent me this awesome, Oh man, this G10, this sweet bow trucked it out for me right away you know, kind of, kind of snuck me in the, in the mix and, uh, and it shot good. It just didn't feel as it quite right. And I just, I don't know. So I haven't been hunting with it this year. I'm talking to him. I might have him make me another bow that has more of a, the same grip as the Palmer. Cause I, I like Trent and, uh, he makes a sweet bow. So I don't know. I kind of like you, I, when one works, why switch? <laughs> yeah, no, for for sure. What are you shooting for broadheads and arrows? I get that question a ton. So. Oh yeah. Uh, well, lately I've been shooting the uh, cutthroats, uh, two hundreds, and uh, I've been shooting. Gosh, you guys, with all your arrow, all this uproar about the arrows, I was shooting uh, axes forever. And finally, I was just playing with arrows, and, and I switched over to Black Eagles. And I've been kind of playing with all different types of their arrows. And uh, I just, uh, I don't know, I just started getting really lucky when I started using them. So I kind of, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that goat, the goat, this year I've been shooting the, the uh, Black Eagle X-Impacts 300s. Um, with a lot of weight up front, I've been shooting that ethics archery outskirt system. It's got the center pin type glue in foot and then the, the outskirt sleeve. And that seems to work pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That ethics does make some, some damn good components. Um, what, uh, yeah, for the last three years, I mean, what are some of the animals, just so people get kind of an idea, because you do get people on social media that kill like two animals and glorify it, make it look like 20 years of work. <laughs> You've actually killed a ton of different shit. You you killed a big-ass mule deer this year as well, didn't you? Oh, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I actually, it's funny, I went to, I went to, I had a, drew a pretty good tag, four, four points, draw a tag in Colorado, went up there in the high country. And uh, probably didn't put as much time in as I should have, but there was just tons of people up there. 
and uh, I only found three bucks, and only one of them was maybe one thirties, and uh, ended up coming home and uh, went out to the stand hills and found a pretty good buck and and uh, got him stuck. So he he was only probably one forty five ish, but uh, I was happy. I I just wanted a velvet mule deer with my with my with my recurve, so. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, believe me, I know it's a whole different world. I've made the comment, you know, a doe is a victory um, a lot when For you've sure. got a stick bow in your hand. I'm, I've been relatively lucky as well. And, and sometimes I'm like, I should not have passed up anything. That was not very smart. You know, <laughs> the high country, that's huh? a good example of that. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, what you just shot an antelope, didn't you, with your compound? That was is that in the rifle season? No, actually, our I shouldn't even say it, but uh, Nebraska is a phenomenal place to live, and it's funny. I tell people I'm from Nebraska, and they're like, "Ooh, cornfields, huh?" Well, we're in the northwest corner. We're only 20 minutes from South Dakota. We look a little more like the Black Hills than the than the flat cornfields, but uh, our seasons are are crazy. We start antelope hunting with a bow. Uh, August 20th and we can hunt till the end of the year so it's a awesome long season um and uh I just the other day I dropped my daughter off and I'm like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna run out here I got paperwork to do today I can do that in the dark so I'm gonna run out and see if these antelope are out here because the property I hunt it's either they're either kind of small they're either there or they're not and uh, ran out and got up high and looked and didn't see anything um just got lucky on the way back to the truck i i spotted a doe and to be honest i was going to shoot a doe i just i like eating them so i went went over there and got in front of him and it turned out to be a big old quite a few antelope in a in a draw and just got lucky to get in front of him and and uh probably shouldn't say it on a podcast but i shot perfect i he was uh, 50 yards and the wind was blowing a little bit but not too bad and he was perfectly broadside and that bow went off and he whirled and I caught him right in the back of the head just just pie it just dropped him <laughs> so uh yeah it wasn't wasn't the best of I mean I probably have 10 ringed him if he hadn't moved but those those antelope they just react so much yeah uh-huh. oh yeah what uh what made you uh get into the the stick bow or was that something that you had always done or or was it something you know in the last few years well it's actually kind of funny uh when i started bow hunting my dad he always hunted with a compound but with no sights you know the old bare bow style and so that's how i started um when i was 12 i you know just had a compound and fingers and no sights so i killed my first deer that way and then uh uh, when I was 16, I, I bought a, a recurve and at the time there was no, really nobody doing it. I was kind of a big fan of Fred Eichler back then and, or I still am, but I, uh, so I thought I needed, you know, 50 pounds, 55 pounds is what I ended up buying my recurve. Nobody, I didn't have the, you know, the ability, you know, these podcasts and stuff nowadays that tell you not to buy such a heavy bow. So I ended up shooting that for a year and, and just short draw and everything and ended up selling it kind of going back to the compound and then a few years later um i think i was 18 or 19 when i was like you know i'm gonna buy a comp or a recurve again and and then i finally got it and then missed a bunch of stuff and 
so on. <laughs> yeah. How long did it take you before you felt confident with it or somewhat confident? Because I don't think you ever probably feel truly confident say, with the I, damn thing. I was going to say, shit, maybe I'll uh, call you in a few years and maybe be able to answer that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel a lot. I think the main thing for me is I learned to when to take my shot uh, because when I first started, I was rushing a lot of shots. I mean, it's it's like, oh, here he is. I got to shoot him or he's going to get away. And it that's not <laughs> – they get closer if you let them. I mean, it's, it's not uh, – so I think that really is probably my biggest adva- or, you know, thing I've learned over the years. I, I still grab my stick bow and I'm like, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's a toss-up today whether, you know, maybe something I'll get lucky, but – yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking of all the different shit I've been going. Well, we're doing a and a podcast, for example, today, and we, we posted it up for people to ask questions, and uh, four of them have been something in the scenario of how do you keep a shorter memory because I've really sucked this year and it's really driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> or, you know, something like that, or how do you hold your, you know, your shit together or whatever, which... I don't get interested in getting your opinion on this. My opinion on the holding your shit together is one part of it. You're probably born with it, and two, trigger time. The more, uh, yeah, the more you shoot, the better you are. I think some people are just fucked for life. They're just never going to be able to hit anything with any consistency. And I don't know if there's a way for them to really get a hold of it. Um, you know, there's a reason that some guys are just more successful than others, especially at hitting animals frequently not just getting yeah. into animals but i know what do you think about that no i agree um i don't know like i said i i get probably lucky you know whatever but uh i practice a lot um main thing for me is try not to get in my head uh i don't know i i've told a lot of people you know they ask me about form and, and want me to help them and i'm like man you you don't want me helping you i'm I'm, you know, I've, I've lift, listened to quite a few of your guys' podcasts, uh, and, you know, I'm like, you know, Harold, probably, just because I, when I shoot, like, when I get in the, in the zone of an animal, my mind kind of goes into auto drive, and uh, if I'm really thinking about too much stuff, that's when it falls apart for me, um, and I, I honestly think the majority of why some people struggle is just because they think too much you know and they're worried about it and and your confidence goes way down if you're worried that you're going to make a bad shot you're going to make a bad shot if you're if that's what you think um so i guess you're yeah you're probably right i mean it's it's uh i think there are some people that maybe just can't get their head wrapped around hey i'm gonna kill this animal and, and that's all there is to it but yeah i think some people yeah put too much thought process into it um and i think maybe some people need that thought process everybody's brain works a little a little bit differently i know one thing that gets me is uh because i use my point on and a little bit farther distance and instinctive closer uh Mm -hmm. if i fuck around and start looking at that point when it's close that it's exactly what you said it is going downhill fast. I've got to just shoot it. <laughs> uh, like not yeah. that, f- that first buck I missed in the high country had a lot to do with, you know, there was a rise between he and I where I was kind of launching it over the rise so I could see pretty much his whole body. And uh, 
but my arrow was in the dirt by several feet. And like an idiot, <laughs> I glanced down at my arrow. And uh, whether or not he ducked it or I just shot high, either way, that is not good because I should have just gripped it and ripped it and shot it. And I didn't. And uh, that, you know, for me, if I just get up there and shoot, I'm good. And, you know, people, I, I definitely get a, kid, get a kick out of the people that have never killed anything telling me what I should do. You know, call that arrogant or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. But, you know, truly, if you're going to listen to someone, this isn't has nothing to do with me. If you're taking advice from people getting into, you know, if you're getting into traditional archery, Take it from guys like, you know, Jake or myself or guys that have done it for years and been successful with putting animals on the ground. Because after that, it's just theory and bullshit, you know. Um, in, in, you know, in the case like with you, I don't how many animals do you think you've put on the ground with that stick so far? I honestly have never really counted. Um, Jeez. That's a, that's a good sign that you can't remember. So a good bit. And I mean, you know, Harold's kind of the same, like you said. Uh, he sucks. It not. I mean, I yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know that you suck at shooting. But speaking for Harold, he is not a great shot. But he's a killer. And sure. He's like, well, if it's a shot, I don't think I can make. I just get closer because uh, I yeah. know I can't shoot. Where, you know, other people may have a little bit different, you know, theory behind that or what they want to do. You know, me, I. If I can shoot it at 30, I'm pretty damn happy compared to 20 because I'm just better at 30. Um, sure. But it's hard to get advice from someone that hasn't put the animals on the ground because of so many different things that can happen. Um, mental, physical, you know, gear-wise, you know, like one of the biggest things I had trouble with at first, as stupid as this is, is all the shit that that string hits. I didn't have to worry about that with yeah. my compound. Man, cuff on my sleeve, a collar on my shirt, webbing on my bino harness. I mean, I was like, you know, the belt on my, my kafari, the big belt buckle. I'd catch mm -hmm. that bar tack, um, the end of the webbing so it won't pull back through the buckle. I'd catch that with my string. That's like hitting a brick wall for your string. It locks up in on that. So, I mean, just stuff like that was a little bit of a learning curve, too, that, you know, some of that I learned at the wrong time to learn it. Like, you shouldn't be learning that shit yeah. when you're shooting an animal. I'm like, huh, probably should have practiced <laughs> with that a little bit more. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. It's it's uh, it's kind of funny. I I kind of went the other way. I mean, I started with a compound, but I, I've hunted way more with the recurve. And, and uh a few years back, I was just like, "Hey, I want to," you know. And, and I, like I said, I'm a I'm a big follower of Fred Eichler, and he always kind of switched back and forth. So that's kind of why I do that. And I don't really hunt with a rifle much other than coyotes. And uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. It, it's different for me because you're always you guys are always talking about you know going from the compound to the stick bow, and I'm I'm kind of learned. There's things that when I with the compound, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or ooh. Uh, you know, my limb cleared that branch, but when it went off, it hit it. You know, it's just things that I just don't, uh, uh, think about. And you, I don't know, it, it's, it's a whole different, whole different deal. But, uh, yeah, the, the learning curve is definitely fun, I guess sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> not fun till later, till after yeah. it happens and you're yeah. looking back at it. You, you're right though. I mean, there is definitely... You take some stick bow guys that have shoulder problems or just get tired of shooting a stick bow and, and go to a compound, you know, they're facing all kinds of new 
adversity. You know, like they got some speed bumps in their way because they're not used to draw stops and peep sights and bubbles and shit. They're all, you know, they get all screwed up from from that. But what uh, any major uh, catastrophe crises have happened with uh, with the stick or the compound? And when I say that, meaning uh, we had like three guys go down this year from stabbing themselves with Valkyrie broadheads, which is kind of comical <laughs> actually. And then uh, you know, for me, I haven't had. I've hit my limb a couple times, you know, like I've had some um, things like that happen, but I've gotten used to wielding that long bastard around mine 62 inches. Um, I had the deer fall on my bow, which I don't know that that counts. Um, but, you know, I've had a couple like, you know, crisis situations. I shot a big whitetail in the leg, you know, not an equipment issue, but more of a I shouldn't have grunted at it because it took off right when I shot. You know, anything like that where you've uh, looked back and thought, man, I should probably tell people that happened because uh, that surely that's going to happen to someone else. Uh, you know, I bet you I got a million of them offhand. I, I can't think of even one. I'm I'm sure later after I get off this deal, I'll be texting you going, oh, hey, <laughs> I remembered one. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm... Like with the compound, the main thing, I've shot a couple blinds with my compound uh, because I'm so used to looking down the sight window of the arrow. It's not like I use my arrow to, uh, I'm not, I don't, I wish I had a point on, to be honest, but I don't. I'm a uh, just totally instinctive shooter, uh, but I'm always used to that sight window. So I know that my arrow is going to clear something, but with the compound, you're, you're focused on that sight. And I don't know, I've shot a couple blinds not paying attention or, you know, sticks, whatever, not paying attention, but, uh, offhand, that's about the best one I could come up with. Um, but, uh, I mean, I've had lots of comical stuff. I've done it all grunted at them to stop them. I've shot, a, I had uh, a deer one time I rattled in and he went to jump the fence and I thought, well, okay, well, while he's jumping the fence, I'll dry. I was shooting my compound and and when he hits the ground, I'll shoot him. Well, that sucker looked at me when he, I mean, I, as soon as he was in the air, I went to draw and that thing looked up as I, as he was jumping over the fence, hit the ground and was gone before. I mean, I don't know. It's animals are just smarter than us. Uh, they've got the survival instinct. And honestly, I think, you know, when we get an animal, you, you, you know, you're, you're just getting a little lucky. They're getting unlucky, and and uh, you worked hard to. I mean, you learn different things. You know, I probably wouldn't have drawn at that point. Now I'd let him come closer and and maybe walk past me looking, and then shoot him. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of funny. You, you do learn a lot by messing up, for sure. Oh yeah, people ask. There's some things I feel I can help guys with personally on the compound or stick bow side a lot more on the compound because I just feel more comfortable doing it long enough but on the stick bow side you know I'm relatively you know green and so there's some things I can be hugely you know helpful with because I just started and I can kind of help you know hey this is what happened to me but you know who knows what the hell's going to happen in the next five to ten years um you know, as far as like, uh, you know, from from gear to my thought process behind certain things to, uh, you know, the point on or instinctual, I shoot a clicker, you know what? I mean, all kinds of stuff changes and and that changes. I mean, 
from some guys hunt to hunt, like from arrow setups, you know, oh, I want extreme FOC and I want this and then something bad happens. I mean, every setup is right. perfect until it's not. What did Mike Tyson, he said something about uh, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's system's perfect until it sucks. And in the case of what I've shot, it's worked well so far, so I haven't switched. But, um, you know, there are times where I'm like, you know, for example, the five inch feathers, I shoot three, I shoot half a chicken wing with a hell of a lot of vehicle on mine. And that's something I've been told by many guys I need to drop, but I don't want to get rid of all that feather. I'm comfortable with it. I mean, what what do you got for a feather set up on yours? <laughs> oh, I changed this year too. I, I don't know. I, I uh, was playing with some stuff and I, I'm probably not as precise as you guys. I probably should get there. Um, but I, I just fletch all my stuff with a Arizona Easy Fletch, which might be blasphemy. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, but, I know a ton of drag uh, guys that use that thing. <laughs> well, it wor- it's always worked good for me, and it's super easy. You know, I just throw it in there, and, and all three of them are done. Um, but this year, they come out with that little mini true helical. It puts like a, I don't know what degree, but it's a crazy helical on there. And I switched to three inch uh, with it because they don't. That's the longest they'll do. Um, and I, they, they fly pretty good. You know, I don't know. Um, it, like you say, it's kind of hard to switch. Um, but all these, everybody's talking about FOC or you know this and that. I mean, honestly, before a couple of years ago, I didn't even know what my grain of arrow was. To be honest, I had no idea. I I just shot what tuned decent and uh it seemed to work you know it didn't you know it killed stuff so um yeah i don't know that it like you say you get kind of used to one thing and and uh, everybody wants to blame the arrow or oh i switched this and that's why i shot it right in the neck or the shoulder well you probably just made a bad shot (laughs) oh yeah i hit hit a branch yeah uh I hear about hitting branches all the time. Um, you know, you're you're right. I mean, I try to – I mean, I know, like, when I screw up, I try to get back and break it down, you know, myself. And it – you know, it's generally never gear, right? It's your brain or your dumb ass. I mean, it's yeah. – I don't have that much experience. You know, I've shot at 16 in, in this year. But I have shot pretty much the same kind of setup around 580 grains, around – you know, 250 up front with five inch mm-hmm. feathers. And I mean, whether or not there's a better system at this point, I've got to pull the horseshoe out of my ass because I've been so lucky with, with what's, you know, happened. And so it's probably going to take like a major screw up or me to see like, like black and white, holy shit type of a thing before I switch just because I may play around with a lot of stuff and test it, but you know when the rubber meets the road, I man, it's hard for me not to not shoot what I've been the most successful with, and that, I don't know if that's ever going to change for me. I mean, Jesus Christ could come down and tell me to put, you know, two and a half inch whatever crazy feathers on there, and I'd probably <laughs> argue with them. You know, I just don't think I could do right. it. Well, yeah, I mean, you've killed a lot of stuff. I've there's no reason to change. You know, I think. It's fun to play with stuff. Uh, worst part for me is I, I like to I like to switch stuff up, but then once I do, I don't feel as confident with it. And uh, 
my wife. So he's telling me, she's like, why are you switching? I'm like, I just, I just want to play with this. And she's like, yeah, but, and then I complain about it. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, it's probably this, you know, that. And she's like, why don't you just shoot what you've been shooting? It, it makes sense to me, to her and me after she says it, but it's kind of like, well, yeah, you're right. Uh, guess I shouldn't have bought, you know, <laughs> all those arrows that I'm selling now or that, whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think you get confidence comes from just shooting stuff. I mean, and getting it done, but yeah, no, for, for yeah, for sure. And I mean, uh, again, like I, um, well, I'm speaking at a couple traditional archery gatherings this year, and uh, the one thing I'm certainly not going to speak about is like my professing my faith in specific things in traditional archery because I just haven't done it enough. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to be standing speaking in front of a few hundred guys that probably over half have done it longer than me. So who am I to say, you know, what's what and who's who? I mean, I don't, <laughs> I can tell you what's yeah. worked for me at a short period but, of time. But, but uh, you know, I mean, half of them guys, they may have done it longer, but you know, they probably haven't killed as many animals as you have. You know, I mean, that's, there's, there's a, uh, I, like you say, some guys just, it's crazy. They kill a lot of stuff. And then, and then some guys have been doing it for years and years and years and, and they don't, you know, get anything. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm never, you know, if somebody asked me what's my opinion, I say, well, I don't, have an opinion on what you should do but this is what i do it seems to work but what i do might not even be close to what they may think i'm nuts i've had a lot of people say why are you shooting those crazy helical veins or uh, not veins uh feathers and i'm like i don't know they seem to work all right i just tested them out and haven't any problems but uh dude i'm the same thing because i shoot extreme left helical five inch feathers i mean yeah. I'm not shitting you. It's half a chicken on that thing. It's huge. <laughs> and, uh, you know, guys constantly will be at a 3D course. And, and you know, confident, arrogant, or smart-ass, however you want to put it, you know, at the beginning of the tournament, they're telling me how shitty my system is. At the end, I blew them away by 50 <laughs> points. I'm like, well, this is what I mean. Like, whether or not your system would have performed better for me today, that's going to be pretty arguable. And so... You know, in the sense of like, man, I shot good with this system. I don't want to switch. And I try to explain that to people that are listening to Insta Famous guys online of, hey, you know, don't don't worry about what everyone's saying. Kind of get a collective of four or five successful guys, say you, me, Tom Clum, um, Brandy Cooling, you know, whatever, and kind of pick sure. and choose from from that you don't need to be famous to have a lot of knowledge you know just hey get get kind of some info from those guys and then you know write your own book like figure out what you feel most comfortable with because I did what I did because of Tom Clum he he shot four and five inch feathers he was the you know I mean he is one of the most knowledgeable guys in the world on this stuff so no that's wrong you know i was like all right sounds good to me throw that shit on there let's do it i and i just never switched so uh same thing with the foc i've never been an extreme foc guy compound or trad i've just wanted a a heavy arrow with a decent amount of point weight and i didn't start breaking out algorithms and shit in my mom's basement i just threw it on there and killed stuff yeah i think i don't know i'm I've got a fairly heavy FOC right now. Um, it seems to work, but the only reason I have that high FOC is because 
those X impacts are kind of a lighter arrow. And to make the ethics archery thing work out the best, I needed to go with a 300. So I got a heck of a lot of weight up front. And it's been working good for me. Um, I'm going to try out the uh, deep impacts and see if they, because they're a little heavier grains per inch. I'm going to try those. Check out those little, day six ones that I'm shooting too. Um, I was going to look at that. I uh, like, you, yeah, I, I've, I just seen them. They, they came out and, and uh, they look pretty sweet. They look like they got a pretty similar uh, outsert system, don't they? Yeah. I mean, I, I run two different, uh, systems i run their outsert they got a half out too but i run their outsert and then i run the valkyrie system and i i you know it equals out same point weight or whatever up front the thing that's nice sure. that you'll like about them um is you can't break them i mean i've broken two and i shoot two three hundred arrows a day and i've broken two in six seven months i mean and that's including wow. going through animals um so I, I, I'm a huge fan of them because their consistency, their tolerances, and in, in how indestructible they are. I will say, they are they're heavy because they're a thicker wall. But like you're, you sounds like you and I could swap bows and be about identical. What's your draw length? Uh, I'm only a 28. I, uh, I don't have a super long draw, and, and uh, I, I don't know if somebody watch. Like I said, I've told guys I won't, I won't even shoot in front of Tom Clum. <laughs> Because I don't want him getting in my head and going, wow, you really need to do something. And I know he wouldn't do that, but it's just uh, I've shot the way that I have so long. Sometimes, you know, I'll snap shoot and then other times I'll hold and really anchor in. And it's, yeah, I don't know. Kind of depends on the day. Um, But, uh, so my draw, I, I kind of figure it's at 28, but every now and then I'm, I probably budge a little bit back and forth. Um, I'd, I'd say like get but, a 350 spine, um, day six. In fact, if you want, I can send you some to try day six and then, and they, they are pretty, oh, that'd be awesome. pretty heavy, but like I'm at 230 up front and, uh, my, you know, my arrows are 500 and 78 grains, I think total. Um, yeah. but that would fly out of that. That if you're shooting 55 pounds, that'd fly out of that Palmer, and you could actually probably even bump up the point weight a hair um, to to weaken the spine a bit. And uh, you know, if you wanted to get a little bit heavier arrow, a little bit higher FOC. Yeah, I I've been I've been looking at them. I've I've just got so many black eagles. I just kind of, but yeah, no, that that'd be awesome. I'd, I'd sure like to try them. There, they look they look sweet. What are those grains per inch? Like uh, 10, I th- ten four, I think, or ten two for the three fifty, um, nice. eleven two or something like that for the three hundred. Yeah, and I mean the uh, the Black Eagle makes a good shaft too. I didn't really like the Spartans, but um, I screwed around. I've got some X impacts, and it's it's not the Black Eagle like the X impacts fault since they're such light grains per inch, um, which you have to have to get that crazy high FOC, they do end up, mm-hmm. whether it's a black eagle or anything, they do end up weaker, um, you know, the shaft, yeah, just because you have to, to have that. Yeah, I agree, and, and uh, that's, I don't know, I, every, you know, you just go back and forth on stuff. And I, I'm, I'm more, I, I don't think that the FOC thing doesn't work, but I honestly don't, I don't know. I'm of the mindset that a heavy arrow, whether it be front of center or 
But I, I'd say the worst part for me with FO, high FOC with like these X impacts, I get a little knock high. And I don't know if it's just because that front end comes out just a little heavy or or what. But uh, and, and Trent told me the same thing. He's like, yeah, I don't know. When I was shooting his bow, I was getting a really knock high tear, and and I just couldn't quite nail it down. But uh, my wife will kill me if I start playing with arrows again. But uh, <laughs> oh well. I, I just won't tell her <laughs> unless she listens to this. I guess. Then. <laughs> yeah. They, well, but she doesn't listen to hunt podcast. If she so. listens to this one, I'll just. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving them to them, so don't 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 be too pissed. Um, <laughs> does she does she hunt too? Yeah, she does. She uh, she she never did before she met me, but uh, um, she's killed oh three or four deer with her compound and uh, two or three turkeys and a slew of rabbits and fish. She she's a she's a rabbit slayer. Um, her biggest problem for me and her is uh, I hunt so like mid August I I take off and go all over the place and hunt. And about this time when it gets super cold, uh, I'm ready to take her hunting and and she does she doesn't do well in the cold. So it <laughs> it's not as I guess I should be a little better husband and, and take her out in September, but. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, she, but she, she gets a deer or two a year and, and, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, believe me. I'm Amy has asked me frequently if she's mad. I don't, she doesn't hunt. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not mad. You don't hunt. I'd be <laughs> worried dragging your ass through all this. She likes to scout. She likes to cook it. You know, she's the game chef. Right. I mean, and she's enamored. She wants me to bring back a, a whitetail from Oklahoma, you know, total, you know, no skin, hide on it and everything so I can show her how we break them down. But, um, nice. yeah, trying to drag through, I mean, that's even a cameraman. Like, how do you sell that? Hey, we're going to go starve for 13 days. We're going to be going in with about 70 pounds <laughs> on our back. And, oh, yeah, the water, yeah, there isn't any. So we're going to be fucked <laughs> on that. And, by the way, you know, there's some other problems like lightning. And it's a hard sell. I wouldn't want to put my wife through that shit. <laughs> No, I no, I hear you there. I yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Sometimes you're miserable and you're just you're questioning your sanity. But the minute you get down and back to town, it's like, man, I want to go back. And uh, it's I think some guys just are obsessed with it. And I, I will admit, I'm obsessed with it. I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that fact. My wife is, and it sounds like Amy's the same way. I honestly think, you know, who you end up marrying really dictates your life. Cause I got some buddies that, uh, don't get to go as hunting as much as me. And, and it isn't because they don't make as much money or whatever. It's just cause, um, you know, they, they stay home and, and, uh, I, I guess <laughs> they're probably better to their wives than I am. And, uh, my, I don't know. Lana has been, uh, been really good, you know, never, never says oh no don't do that or whatever she has to stay home with the kid and and uh i know it's tough on her so i appreciate it <laughs> yeah no i'm sure um well man we um i got a meeting i gotta go to so i i should probably get off here but i definitely want to get you uh you know, back on maybe towards January after all the seasons are done. But where where can people, you know, check you out? All the different uh, adventures you go. What's your name on uh, like Instagram, for example? Uh, I'm, I'm not. That's probably why I'm. Uh, I'm not very good with social media, but uh, I think it's Resolute underscore Hunter or Jake Downs. I don't know. I think if you search Jake, I think there's like a billion Jake Downses. Um, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Resolute. Look- 
Yeah, I'm looking right now. You're R-E-S-O-L-U-T-E underscore Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know where that even came from. Uh, <laughs> when I set it up, my wife just said to throw that. I don't know. So uh, that and then Jake Downs on Facebook. Um, I don't do a lot on there, but uh, yeah. Gotcha. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on. Unless definitely, well, let's try and hook up for a hunt at some point. That'd be, that'd be cool. It's always uh, like-minded people. Drive clear to Oklahoma. I'm a little close. You can come shoot whitetails here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll figure something out one way or another. Maybe get you on a bear hunt up in BC with us. That's a pretty fun hunt. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and good luck with the rest of your hunts, and we'll we'll talk soon enough either way. All right. Well, you too, man. All right. Take it easy. You too. See ya.